hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give God all the glory, give God all the praise for just being who he are and who he is. We bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, gracious Father, we just thank you, we praise you, you glorify you, Father God. We just enter into your presence today, Father God, even though the enemy is trying to wake up early in the morning to accept us as we are weak, Father God. But we thank you for your spirit that reminded to you that put out every stronghold, Father God. And we ask you right now, Father God, as we decrease, as we increase in us, Father God, to have your way in and through us, Father God. As well, before we go forward, Father God, we ask you to forgive us, to repent us for the sins of our iniquity, Father God. Even the things that we know of and the things that we don't know of, Father God, we ask you to wash and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Father God. That no self-righteousness will not take your place, Father God. But the holiness of holiness, Father God, will reveal in this place, Father God, and show yourself to Almighty, Father God. That you be approved that you are the God of God and the laws of law and the kings of all kings, Father God. Because, Lord, we give you all the glory and give you all the praise, Father God, for who you are, not for what you can do or what you have, Father God, but who you are, Father God. You are Jehovah, Father God, the God of righteousness, Father God. You're Jehovah, Father God, Shalom, the God strong and battle, the creator, Father God. So, Lord, we just thank you for being the head and our, not, our head of our life, Father God, as you make us the head, Father God, as you make us the, the lender, not the borrower, Father God, as you make us more than a conqueror, Father God, as you consecrate us to, from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, Father God, that you know everything we do, Father God, we do it to give you the glory, Father God. So I shut self down, Father God, and yield to your spirit, Father God, and ask you, Father God, to have your way in us, Father God, and restore everything to you and give it to you, Lord God, and ask you to move by your spirit, Father God. Whatever you desire, Father God, we will follow, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, because we shut the mouth of the lions, we shut the mouth of the demons, the warlocks, and the witches, and, and satanic demonic spirit that's trying to come against your kingdom great, that's trying to come against your kingdom hinder your journey, your people, and trying to stop and block the things that that you help us to do, Father God. But we know that your words say that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and everything that try to rise against us shall be condemned, Father God. And Lord, we stand on your word, Father God. Even though sometimes it gets different, Father God, and like we, we fell and fell down, Father God. But Lord, we get right back up, Father God, and lift our hands up to you and bow our knees, Father God, and ask you, Lord, to move by your spirit, Father God. We surrender everything to you and actually to have your way, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. So Satan, your witches, your warlock, your demonic, satanic, leads your spirit, whatever it is, to trying to curse that God had already blessed. We rebuke you and cast you right back into the pits of hell where you belong at. Because we know that we are more than a conqueror. We know that God is I am that I am. We know that God is the Alpha and the Maker. We know that God is the, the beginning and the end. It's where he is that he, he is Shalom. He is Shalom or Jehovah. He is Raphael. He is Raphael. He is he's all that they heal and he also uh, he also that the God that be with us is named is Emmanuel. And we thank you, Emmanuel. 
for being with us and showing us the way that we should go, Father God, that we will not depart from you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, thank you right now that your blood is covering this around this sanctuary, the worldwide world, touch covering every individual home, everyone that's coming in to hear the rainbow word today, Father God, it's implanted in my spirit, Father God, because, Lord, I don't know what to pray or what to say, Father God, so I, and I humble myself before you in this time and this hour and ask you, Father God, Wash me, cleanse me, give me wisdom and knowledge and revelation of your word, Father God. Give me the discernment, Father God, that I speak under your godly love as well, your, your spirit, Father God, that your spirit will touch every man and every woman and every child, Father God, that they'll run to the altar to ask what I must do to be saved, Father God, that they'll know that they, they, they cannot do it without you, Father God, because you are the king, Father God. You are the one that knows the beginning as well as the end, Father God. You know the one that we know. You know what exactly what we need, Father God, and what I want, Father God. So, Lord, I just thank you right now that you open your ears, Father God, and hear the prayer of your righteous one, Father God. And I thank you that your eyes to see everything, Father, that we cannot see, Father God. I thank you that your hand is not too short to move our enemies out of our way, Father God. I thank you right now, Father God, that your verse can roar across this nation, this world, this generation, Father God, touching every man, woman, and child, knowing that you are the God of creation, Father God. You the God will always get to laugh, laugh, and laugh, say so, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for this being the God that we serve, Father God, that you would be there in the midst of our storm. Even though we fell short and did something wrong, you still dealt with your God beloved self. And I thank you for your love, Father God. And I thank you for giving your son, Jesus Christ, that we can enter into your presence, Father God, and your coastal praise, Father God. Thank you with a heart show about, Father God, knowing, Lord God, that you are I am that I am, knowing that you are our Heavenly Father, knowing that you love us with unconditional love, Father God, knowing that you you are the one that loved us first before we loved you, Father God, and we thank you, Lord God, that you did it so, Father God. I just feel like a praise and a prayer coming on my spirit, Father God, because I need to talk to you, Lord God, because, Lord, I'm going through a little trials and tribulation right now, Father God. I'm going through a little mindset, Father God. I'm going through something, Father God, but I'm not standing here, Father God. I'm moving towards you, Father God, and reaching out to you, Father God, and action, Father God. Touch it to the fingertips on my fingers, Father God. Touch me from the crowns of my head, Father God. Touch me from the soles of my feet, Father God. Stir up the gifts more, more and more, like the red shot, me shot, and the bitter go, Father God. That fire will come out, Father God, and I will not be burned by the enemies around me, Father God. Will feel your warm embrace, Father God, and fall on their face and repent for the sins of their iniquity, Father God. As I do, Father God, because Lord, I love you so much, Father God. I remember when you brought me from, Father God, and when you sending me to, Father God. Walk with me and talk with me. God me and strengthen me. Show me the way that I should go, that I will not depart from you, Father God, because Lord, I know, Father God, I can't do it without you, Father God. My family need me, Father God. My friends need me, Father God. My the church family need me, Father God. We all need you, Father God. So Lord, we ask you, Father God, come on in, Father God, like a mighty, mighty wind, Father God. Touch our hearts, Father God. Renew our mind, Father God. Lift up our spirit and we call on you, Father God. 
do the enemy come in like a flower for the God, it will not prevail the good thing that you have placed before us today. And that's your Holy Ghost, your spirit, Father God, the angels that's kept around to keep us safe and sound from all hands and harm and danger, Father God. And we thank you for that hedge, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the blessing of shore. We thank you, Father God, for favor, Father God. We thank you that you shut the line small, Father God. We thank you for fighting our battle, Father God. We thank you for making a way out of no way, Father God. We thank you right now, Father God, when the enemy may for bad, you turn it around and make it for our good. We thank you, Father God, for everything that you, you have said you have brought to pass, Father God, in, in every each other our individual life today, Father God. I thank you, Lord God. So, Lord, I ask you right now, Father God, wherever the enemy out there trying to show about your service, about your children, backbiting, about-talking, and all this unnecessary thing. I pray to thee that you show us to how to love the hell out of them, Father God. They will fall on their face and know it, Father God. It's not me, it's you, it's not us, it's you working in us and through us, Father God, because we're just a man, a man and a woman after your heart to serve you, to be a servant to your children, to your people, even the good, bad, and ugly, to be shown that we have nothing but love for you, Father God, nothing but love for them in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, and I praise you, and I give you the glory. It's in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let us see our church announcement for the week. For no older than my beautiful wife, First Lady Apostle Rosemary Grant, as well. You are the women of the wall, you know, Chief Apostle Rosemary Grant. And I just want to say hello to all our family, friends, and loved ones. Spiritual and physical, natural family. We just thank God for each and one of you, men and women of God. And it also says, shout out to our haters. We love them. <laughs> we thank you for thank everything you, you're doing. We thank God for you, for just pushing us, just giving us a, a good kick and push, and sometimes push down. But thank you for the hands. That's keeping us up and holding us up so we can continue moving forward in the things that God called us to do and to be in Him. Like I say, my brothers and sisters, it's not about us, it's all about Him. Amen. We're living in the end time season. We ain't got the time to stop and fight. That's what the enemy wants us to do, to lose focus. Amen. But I had a word that God spoke to me that I'm not going to get no farther into, but. Hold on your seat, sit down, relax. This ain't no show. This is the real thing that's coming to you. And I know that God spoke it to me. Amen. He spoke it to me. Went through so many things in my mind to trying to get this in order that they would calculate in the hearts of his people and in the minds of those that believe and receive. Even though those that are struggling to believe, there's no... No, there's no real church, and there's people exist. But I'll be about to break the back of hypocritical mis spirits that's hindering the people of God, that's causing them to mislead and to cause them to back off and to just go and go back into the way, but struggling to stay in church. But I got a word for you from the Lord, so stay stay in tune because you ain't heard nothing yet. Let's proceed, praise the Apostle 
Rosemary Grant at this hour. God bless you. Amen. I just want to let y'all guys know that God is good. Amen. We'll go ahead with the announcement, and then after that, I'm going to go ahead uh, with uh, with the, uh, you know, for the donations and stuff. Amen. Keep up the faith. Don't give up the whole fivefold international ministry. Chief Apostle Raymond Grant, the senior pastor, the co-pastor is myself, the first lady apostle, Rosemary Grant. I am a chief apostle, Rosemary Grant, under my Women on the Wall International Ministry. Amen. If God put in your heart to send your tithes and your offerings to this ministry, you can send it to, um, you can do a monogram at Walmart, or you can go to our online donation um, button on my um, church website at HTTP, semicolon, forest, 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 keep up the faith, number 5-fold.nig.com forward slash, you go to the button that say online donation, or you go to the bottom of the page and hit on donation, and it will allow you in, amen. Um, and then on top of that, I want to let you guys know um, that um, we are still in on need with toys and personal hygiene. Um, I want to let you guys know toys for ties, they did help us, but they only gave us, you know, three boxes. And like I said, we're still going to need you guys' support, amen, with more toys and personal hygiene, amen. But like I said, if God put in your heart to sell $25 to $100 towards the Christmas Eve service, Eve, please um, private me on Facebook or call me at 225-636-2579 and ask for Chief Apostle Raymond Grant. Amen. And he'll tell you more about the uh, more about our need. Amen. For Christmas Eve service. Amen. And today is the Sunday Monday service, the power of the Apostolic Movement. From 12.30 to 2.30 Central Time, 1.30 to 3.30 Eastern Time, right here on Talk Street. You can call me by dialing in at 1724-444-7444. The call ID 85446 pounds. On the other hand, you can come in the chat room and still hear the word going forward. HTTP, semicolon, forward slash, forward slash, forward slash, TC, forward slash, and I want to let y'all guys know right now, we won't be doing the Monday night service right now uh, because right now we're into a lot of prayers. Uh, we're praying for our Christmas Eve service. We believe in God for a shift and that God will touch people, um, people and leaders to um, support us with this event. And then on top of that, we'll come out and help us to volunteer with this event. Amen. Amen. We're gonna go ahead with um two um, more worship songs, amen. And you and and I'm telling you, my God, God have a word through this anointed vessel, my husband, my chief apostle, my past, amen. And I tell you, um, pray as he's going forward on today, amen. He need all our prayers, amen. Cause remember, when you giving God, you you know when you pouring out to His people. You have to intercede and pray, amen, because the enemy don't want to hear the truth, amen. So, like I said, I thank God for the word that's about to come forward through this vessel, this anointed man of God, my pastor, my chief apostle, my husband, amen. And I tell you, amen, God is going to use him today, amen, amen.
time and time again. Every time you try to get connected to him, sometimes you feel like you're left out and you're left out. But I stop by here to tell you that no matter how troublesome life may seem to get, don't you give up on God. Because not only is he a way out of no way, but he is the way. He's the truth and he's the life. And some say you try to trust in other things. You try to trust in your job and individuals. But I want you to understand that in all else fails, you can trust in God.
Hallelujah. Yes, he is. He's still able. No matter what the circumstances, the situation that you're going through, God is still able. We just got to continue and hold on to the perfection of our faith, believing that God is still on our side. No matter what side you felt on, God still is able to pull you out. He is still able to heal and to deliver and set the captain free. Because he is, I am that I am. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the one who will always get the last laugh and the last say so. Because he is able. God is able. Hallelujah. I bless the name of the Lord for everyone that's coming here to support us on this here apostolic prophetic move of God, the power of the apostolic move of God service that's taking place right now here on Talk Shoe Where Conference Call. We also be on Facebook, we also be on Google, we also be on YouTube. But I just want to bless the name of the Lord, amen, for his goodness and his grace that give me a second chance to stand before you, men and women of God, again. We bless the name of the Lord for everyone that's coming in to fellowship, to support, to pray with, and to pray together as we go forward on Kingdom Dominion, working in Kingdom Dominion from the end of this year of the millennial 2015 to 2016. And I do have a word that the Lord has placed in my spirit, but we need to take this in, in take this in. And seriously, and make it personal, and I like, because I don't know about you, my brother and sister, I'm taking everything personally when God comes towards me, because I'm going to take God seriously and not in person, because we all need it in our life. We need him in our life. I don't think it doesn't matter what nobody says. Man might hurt you, but God will always hear you. God will always be there for you, and he is able to do whatever is seen in the world more than we can ever think of. I know it, I believe it, you don't know where we came from, you don't know where you came from, where we've been to, you don't know where we've been all. I'm telling you, come on, somebody, make it person. They don't know what you've been through, but God is able. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your spirit. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the wisdom and knowledge and revelation of your word. I thank you right now that you give me the gift of the service to speak on your God beloved, your God and your untouchable spirit, Father God. That no man, that no one would not believe I hear the same or who I hear better than when it came in, Father God, because we know right now that the enemy, the devil, right now is fleeting and running and scared is concerned and whatever it is. Even spectators know what you have in my spirit, but I'm going to give it away. You give it to me, Heavenly Father. So, Lord, I ask you as I decrease that you increase in me, as you pour your spirit in me and kill my fat flesh, Father God, that I will not dwell in the good thing that you have before, before me today to speak under your spirit, Father God. So, I ask you to use me for your, for, so you will get the glory, Father God. Use me, Father God, that your son, man, some woman, some child will be set free from the hands of the enemy. Run into the altar to ask what I must do to be saved, 
Father God, that they understand they were aware of doing things, Father God, that they want to, at the end of the service, they surrender their life to you, Father God, by accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, Father God. So, Lord, I ask you right now, turn up the knob, Father God. Turn up the fire, Father God, the fire, fire that when I speak, I speak under your anointed, Father God, in an apostolic prophetic way that some men and some women will understand, Father God, your way, Father God, as we die to ourselves and yield to you. And we give you the glory, Father God, and all the praise and everything that you're about to do today, Father God, in and through me for your children, for your people, as well as for myself, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. The Lord here was speaking to me, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. I mean, today, is, I mean, my wife seen some things are gone, I'm going through, my family sees some things I'm going through, as a head of the church, amen, we get great attack more than anything, especially if a man in his rightful place serving the Lord and being there for his family, and they shower his, he shower his family with the word of God, you know. And the enemy going to come after whoever's in head that God has placed head of. The enemy going to come, especially if it's under the spirit of God, and God put us in this position to be his head or his ambassador of the body of Christ, or even in our home, on a job, or a business, whatever, the enemy going to come and attack us. Amen. So we we got to make sure we stay in tune with God. But half of us know, some of us don't realize, some of us put a lot on us that God didn't give to us. We, sometimes, us, listen, sometimes, come on, somebody, sometimes we put too much on ourselves, and God said no. And that's why God put, put this word in my spirit to minister to the people of God to get us to, you know, to renew our mind. Get us to shut down our own intellect and put on the, the mind of Christ. Because he brought me to Romans chapter 12 and told me to start all there with my test. Because it's time for consecration. Because in the consecration, because we end the live in the end, the, the end time of this month. This is December the 6th of 2015. This year passed so, so fast. A lot of us still got hurt, and so a lot of us still holding on. A lot, some of us walked away and gave, gave up. But the thing about it, the one who's holding on, come on, remember what Jesus told about the, the talents. And then one with one with the uh, had two talents, the one had five talents, and the one with the buried talent in the backyard. And when the servant came back, he asked for his talent, and he said, "I." He's the other one. Five said, "Lord, I didn't know what to do, or whatever, whatever the matter was." He he said, "I'm buried." So what he did, he took whatever the, the talent that person buried, and hid and gave to the one who had two. And, and three. It doesn't matter how many talents you have, no matter how anointing you have, you continue on being faithful over the middle and God will reward you over much. But the one who got the the, 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 the master took the talent one, he can't trust him. That don't mean he kicked him out. He's just trying to get him get us to be more stronger and not be afraid of doing what God called us to do. Amen. 
I'm paraphrasing right now. I'm paraphrasing as God giving revelation. He's just trying to get us to continue moving forward in the things of God. It doesn't matter if you don't have a church or building or members or whatever. We still have to be faithful and continue moving on until God make our name great. Until God brings us before great men. And I'm telling you, somebody outside looking in at you. And I'm going to let them make it feel much better. Somebody inside watching you too. But you might think nobody watching. But don't get caught up seeing who's watching you. Because when you start doing that, it's going to become as me, myself, and I, a sulfur spirit. So when you're doing something for the Lord, because the Bible says, boast not upon yourself, let other men boast upon you. When you see God moving in and through you, and you're using you, somebody out there put a good recommendation, and you better ask my wife. Somebody put a good recommendation upon you and recognize you for what God is doing in you for to build someone else's company or to build somebody else's ministry or to build somebody else, help someone else. But in the meanwhile, you're still holding on with your stuff with a matchstick or all the matter. But the thing about it, you're holding on. And sooner or later, somebody come do another stick under there and say, I got you. I'm going to help you out. I see you. And somebody else will come get their strength and help you out. That's the way God moves. Some tell you, Jesus they came down here, and Jesus did not came here and had a whole multitude of people. Jesus came down one as a little baby from the Virgin Mary, sitting in there getting nursed to his mama, helping his father at the carpenter, Joseph was a carpenter, doing what he had to want to do, building chairs, building houses, building everything else, but they all but they already know that Jesus was special. Just that when you come we come out our mother's womb, we look at our mother's some of them, I mean, some children never been there. That's why we got to come tell you. We got to learn how to bear with the weak. Some children come out here, oh, this my view, oh, he's going to be this and here. Some come out there, your parents didn't have this ability to do that because they probably strung on drugs or whatever. But it's not for us to judge them. It's for them to give them the same clarification and recommendation that they can build their spirit up and build their faith up and know that they can do all things that Christ has strengthened them, knowing that they can be the next president, knowing that they can be the next. Mayor, knowing that they could be next Secretary of State, knowing that they could be next governor, knowing that they could be the next uh, governor, knowing they could be a teacher, knowing they could be a fireman, knowing they could be a police, come on, somebody. But when I'm getting somewhere, but we got to learn how to train them up. And how to train them up, they got to see us go through the lot of stuff and come out successful without wearing and without wearing, but praying at all times. You see, right here, in Romans chapter 12, it was consecration time. When Paul was telling the, the, the church or the brothers, he said, I beseech you, brother, therefore, therefore, brother, by the mercy of God, that you present your body as a living, as a living sacrifice, a holy, acceptable unto God, which is, which is your reasonable servant, and not be confirmed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may be proved what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. And all we have, and, and what it's speaking about, and what it's speaking about, you know, uh, 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 how you look, or how to, we have to get a mind change set. 
We got to change our thinking. We got to change. We got people are, and I was walking yesterday, going to uh, get my daughter some McDonald's because she worked that night. And I had, you know, cut the, cutting the grass off. And I had some cut my work clothes on, you know, my boots and clothes and all that, out there, you know, trying to cut the grass and stuff, hurting, pain, headache, stress out, sweating and stuff. And, you know, and I was passing, I was, you know, past speaking to people and stuff, they're looking at me crazy and stuff, but here come this guy with a drink, a nice suit and stuff and stuff like that. Hey, how you doing? And all this stuff. Because they got caught up and looking at the appearance. Little did they know, they could, I could be speaking to you, speaking to you, and I could be a million now, but you're looking at my clothes. You can't be checking people to, uh, how, how they are from the outer parent. you got to check the way their heart is. Because the person can have all the money in the world, but all the while they can be looking down on you just for you to validate them. And all the while, next thing you know, you get to know them. Now you want to talk, but no, you want to see the, the glamour before you see the, the, the see the everything else. You want to see the everything else. Was but in the meanwhile, ever some people have a masses on. Some people have you know this this cover up thing. But all the while, their heart is not right with God. And they got some that's got it going on. They got it there, but their heart is for God because they know how to take off that double-breasted suit. They know how to take off the, get off the, get them out there and get themselves dirty and go out there and do what they got to do to serve God. People let the people know that, hey, this is materialist thing, but I'm all about being on my brother's keeper. I'm all about being, you know, being a family, stay together, pretty together. I'm all about concerned about your well-being and your well-need. Yes, I got a vein. Yes, we got a vein. The thing about it, I rebuke you, Satan. I repent. I just heard I say, ah, no, I ain't got anything. Yes, God bless me with this. Yeah, God bless me with that. But this blessing is not for me. The blessing is for you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You see how easy that enemy can come in and mess with your mind? You see how the enemy can come in to, to, to mess with your mind? So what I'm saying to you is that we have to make sure that we get this thing in order and decent in order. Because if we don't get it in back in order, we're going to be living in a corrupted mind and, our, and we're not sacrificing our body. And Paul was telling the people here to sacrifice their body mind unto God. Everything they do is do unto the Lord. Don't, your body, your mind, and everything is consecrated under the Spirit of God. We should not live in our flesh and we want to live in the Lord. Because the flesh would not prevail no good thing. But the Spirit would do all things in a secret thing. And when God threw things in a secret, he would show the people out in the open. Because you still, like I said earlier in the beginning, we might not see what the people see. We might not see what they're watching us. But all that we got to do is continue on watch, hear and listen to the voice of God and let God move in us. And we don't have to worry about getting caught up on what I, me, myself is doing. Because it's not what I, me, myself I'm doing. It's what God doing in us and doing in you, doing in us, you know, doing what we call us to do. So what I'm saying to you, my brother and sister, we got to make sure that we get this thing to God. When Paul said, I received that for our brother, he was begging, of, uh, you're, you're begging but he was begging of a please. And he said, uh, he said, and also he was, he was all, he said, all is given to the believer, not because of the moral of the believer, but Paul, but the strictly, strictly because of the mercy of God. That's what he did by the mercy of God. You know, he, we and did nothing. 
It was by the mercies of God. That's why we got to learn how to how how to give our body to God. You know, you see this when they say right here, the cycle. Even cycle for me, the word was sacrifice. Speak of the sacrifice, sacrifice of Christ. And it means that we cannot do this which the Holy Spirit demands unless our faith is in place strictly in Christ and the cross, which we, which we then give the Holy Spirit liberty, 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 liberty to carry out the, this great work within our life. Amen. You see, we got to learn this, like I say, holy we got to make it sure it's holy and acceptable unto God. This actually means that a holy physical body. Our body got to be holy. We got to be careful what we put in our body. We got to be careful about how we dress ourselves. We got to be careful, you know, who, uh, you know, how we represent uh, ourselves. Because every time we look around, we're not representing. Thank you, God, I hear. Let me slow it down. Let me slow it down. Hold on. Hold on. What God is saying here, my brother and sister, we got to represent Christ. When we became a, a father of Jesus Christ, ambassador of Jesus Christ, we became holy. We be holy means set apart. We're not in this world. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. So we got to make sure we are, are set apart. That don't mean we're better than them. That don't mean we're better than them, because we are we is just as dirty as them. Let's keep it real. But we work into the perfection of being perfect. What I mean, we understand who we are now, but we try to make get that to be better than we were before. Make our latter be latter day be better than our farmer days. You know, we try to make sure everything they co right with Christ, not what right what we used to not what we used to be, but better than we used to be. You got me? But what I'm saying to you, we not in this world. We of this world by not in this world. That's why we gotta be transformed and be transformed to transform to this world. You see, but we're susceptible servant and to be transformed to to this world, be but but by ye transformed by the renewing of our mind, is that you may prove which is good and is an acceptable perfect will of God. You see what God put this there, and I'm gonna tell you because I was very, you know, I'm still heavy right now in the spirit. No, no worry about me. I'm really concerned, you know, and really asking God for some a word and every day. He gave me a word today, but still ask God for word every single day of your life when you are so a sold out soldier for Christ. When I went back to the store, when I was asking God, looking around, I see a lot of stuff popping up. God was showing me. A lot of things in this world, when I've seen it, and every time I look at it, it's getting worse and worse and worse. You know, it's getting worse. I mean, they're validating same-sex marriage. They're validating, you know, they all got, got a, done all kinds of stuff, abomination, and not only our children, some of our kids are getting seeing this stuff. And a lot of things, just like yesterday, me and my wife, was that by doing this, you know, we've seen a young lady sitting out there that really created me and my wife's spirit. You know, she lost everything, her, her home and everything, uh, and her husband, her boyfriend, her boyfriend, her baby, daddy, only the boyfriend, but they, all three of them was out there. But those two, the little girl and the baby was out there, pretty little baby, pretty, beautiful young lady. And and her husband, you know, he was nice, I like her, but, you know, he was like, he was, you know, homeless a lot on the street. Both of us were homeless. You know, he was out there trying to make an ear for it, give the baby some, some a place to sleep or whatever. But to make a long story short, 
When you find my wife, I say, man, you see that? My wife said, yeah, I see that. I said, man, this is real touching. I said, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna go ask what's going on, see if we can help, do any kind of help, help any kind of assistance, you know, to help us. Because just, I hate to see women and children like that, and especially brothers, you know, especially women and children, but, but brothers also, be, I hate to see them like that too. Well, man, we brothers, we can handle the streets, but women and children, no. Mm-mm. I don't want to see no brother, and sister, brother on the streets neither, but women and children, they touched my heart, and I went out there and ministered to her. My wife and I ministered to her and asked her. My wife actually everything all right, and my wife was talking to her, and I should have talked to my wife and told my wife everything was going on with her, what happened. And you know, I just a little tear fell down my, my, my eyes, and, and I just said, babe, I said, God, I said, I said, here. And I went in there, I just took, well, how many, I don't care how many ones or whatever, God, and I gave her, here, take this thing. And I said, well, I hope this can help, you know. And I gave her a call and I said, if you want anything, if anything, just call us and let us know how things work out with you. And I want to also you call us because we have a Christmas service, and I want to invite you and your families to Christmas dinner and give you and, uh, and some toys and for the kids and baby and all that. But don't hesitate to call. If you don't come pick you up, whatever you are, please call us and let us know. You see, that is a great need in the world, but you got a lot of too many people in the body of Christ if you're not a part of the ministry or you're not following their legacy or whatever or supporting this, you know, they're not going to help you. You see, the thing about this, thanks to God, some of us, not all of us, what you have is not for you. God bless you to help other people that help him. And I listened to the radio and they were talking about on about the organizations back here in Baton Rouge. And they talk about these three organizations every, every single year. Every single year. But in the, uh, but they used to talk about other organizations, but these three organizations, they talked about every year. And all the while, God put in my spirit, the reason why they talk about that, because they're part of the government clique. And that's so true because they got so many. Yeah, they spoke it. Yeah, this the media stuff won't make it. Just our ministry and this and stuff. And my wife said, if it, uh, if it not, we put all kind of stuff out there to let the people know that we doing this stuff. We not once heard our name. One time we came back in and heard it. But when they came here, they clicked. My wife ain't worried. They came, but they didn't stop. No, they showed the camera and they kept on going out the car. But it was dark because around our area, you know, it's dark. It's dark, but we still got a little light. But they, we wanted them to come in and sit down so they can, like, they do a whole lot of other places and, you know, sit down and interview us like they did interviews in Colorado with Hurricane Katrina. Then they could see what we do. But no, did they do that? No. You know, but we still, we still, God still, some kind of way, God still working it out that people can still hear us and see what we're doing for the community and helping the people that's in, and, we, and trust me, we are in greater need than them, but we're not worried about our needs because God will take care of all our needs and uh, all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God will take care of all our needs. And that's how our faith, we keep it up faith on that, believe that, and trust them. We've been doing this for many, many some years, you know, many some years. I've been preaching the Word of God for 25 years. We've been, I've been pastoring for about 10 years, and, you know, 
staying back the rules for about, you know, about seven, eight years, but, but all together, 25 years on the whole thing, working for the Lord. Now, both of us, it's 10 years. We've been doing it. But what I'm saying to you, be that's how like, we got to learn how to keep our, our body as a living sacrifice. We got to keep and keep also, we have to continue on transforming our mind, renewing our mind when we fall into contact with temptation because they got some false people out there trying to say they are apostles, but they're not. Our leaders, they're not. The all the while they are, they are uh, how you say it? they are, uh, how you say it? they they are criminating people. They are totally gossiping it and stopping because you know, and they need to minister to their leaders and stuff. Don't talk this stuff in front of people or your leader, but explain to them. I don't hate what they're doing, but we are all this in together. Don't try to say, don't go over here and support that ministry because that's not your ministry. That's not of God. Your body is not sacrificed by as a living Christ, a sacrifice a living person of God. So, you know, your body is not, you're not, your mind is not renewed because we are our brother's keeper. I talk good things about the people. I talk good things. I don't care what they say or say. We talk about good things about people. And we do we like it? No, we don't like it. It hurts. It really hurts, and it really does. sometimes it's disturbing. But we have to be strong and mighty to the will of God. We got to make sure we have the whole armor of God and shut down that. And just like I told my wife, told you before, we are going through some serious prayer because we in the end of this month and we come, we believe in God for a supernatural breakthrough, which God is working it out right now as we speak, doing something and comparing something to all of it. His time is way overdue. He's sending people and people in the Baton Rouge. They so hope hope a John will come in. But we still have to be very mindful we're going to come in the ministry because some people came for a season, many times, only to the spectators, see what we got and see what we're gonna do, but in the meanwhile, you see you see what's going on? But what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you, we have to make sure we get this and all of, and just get this straight because if we don't, it's gonna be a whole lot of come room a lot of mess that's in the body of Christ. You know, I'm saying this second. I'm looking at my dog. My uh, I got a pit boy. She bought it, but I don't know what it is. But in the meanwhile, we have to make sure we get that. That's not important. I know it's not important, but the important thing that we present our body as a living and sacrifice, and continue our renewing our mind by the good, the will of Father, which is His Word. Stay in the Word. Thanks to God. Stay in the word, and and all that, and, and I say this because no why because I, I I hear this stuff so much. Me and my wife right now we in the process going fellowship with a church this Sunday. I mean not this Sunday, um for Christmas Eve, uh, Christmas Day, I think, or Christmas Eve one day. You know, we so so we come home, we can contribute the the, the gifts to the, 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 the our community, to our families and our community and stuff. We can have some help. We can have some supporters. People are going to come around and, and support and help us and just bless us. Amen. But in the meanwhile, we still give God the glory. We still give God all the praise. we got to make sure we do everything in decent and order. So I encourage you, my brother and sister, keep the faith and continue praying for them and with them so God will just do what he had to do in and through them. Amen. But in the meanwhile, we're going to just go you know, forward with the word. Huh? You gave it to me? He said he's going to talk to you. He's going to talk to you later. All right. 
Hallelujah. We got to make sure we get everything together. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And um, let's go to Corinthians chapter 11. And this, God wants me to speak about apostleship. He wants to speak about the false one. Because they got too many apostles say they're apostles, but they are not. They got too many say they're prophets, but they're not. It's wrong. It's wrong. James was saying in the book of Revelation, some call them apostles, but they are not. And some call them Jews, they are not. They are the work of the devil. Well, Paul was speaking here, right here, in Corinthians chapter 11, verses 12. He was speaking how they would say, how the enemy was trying to describe. This goes to fire. Let's go to fire, yeah. Oh, let's go. Let's we gonna start at five. Then we will go to twelve. We gonna start, show you about the apostleship. You say first chapter one. I mean, Second Corinthians chapter eleven, verses five. For I suppose I was not a not not a wit behind the very chief apostle. You see, it's apparent that the crisis was claimed that Paul was not one one of the original twelve. So his ministry was of a little sufficient. Verse six he said, But do I be rude in speech in speech. The truth is he was not a poor speaker. Is yet not in knowledge what he critical were really opposing was his message. He was, he was he was revolting his message. But we have been through made manifest among Jews in all things. In other words, the Corinthians knew Paul, so they should not believe the ridiculous accusations. They they believe they, they they know they know Paul, but they would not they would, should not they should not believe the ridiculous accusation of Paul. They wouldn't think they know Paul. And now how many people even know? When people know you and people see you, they see you for who you was. And you can go on this you go around and say, you know, I'm a apostle, but you're not Paul of the twelve. Wow. You see, they were Paul, Paul was not a part of the twelve. But little did you know, God pointed Paul out. God called, called Paul to be apostle. Yet Paul was one of the ones that prosecuted the church. Paul was one around, going around, you know, think he was doing the will of the Father. But Paul did love God. Paul still loved God, but the God that he was loving was God, the God that he loved. But he still was, had to follow his commandments' sake. He would follow around his because he was a, a, a general in a Roman soldier. He was a, a, a general over the Roman soldier. He was a, he, but in the meanwhile, Paul knows it was not right for him to say anything about his God. Even when Christians messed up and say something, and then he knew it was not right, so he killed him. But God came to Paul and told Paul, uh-uh, Paul, 
That's not me. You know the whole story. I'm not going to go back there because I'm not prolonging with you too long. I'm not going to prolong with you, but Red Hill, you know, they actually know Paul. But the thing about it, Paul kept on preaching and speaking. He he wasn't preaching, he was speaking about God. He was speaking about this Jesus because he realized that, you know, God, Jesus was going around doing some miracle work and stuff, but he was also talking about our God. And verse 7 says, I have command, I have committed an offense and a bad myself that you might be exalted, exalted because I have preached to you the gospel of freely, the gospel of God's freedom. Amen. And, I, and look what he said. I route other churches. You say receive offering for other churches. Take wages of them to do your servant. Meaning that he asked no material help for the Corinthians while he was established their church. He didn't. He was established. I don't know why they say rob, but he say rob. But in the meanwhile, he was getting the offering from every church. Every trait, but he was not one of the the twelve. But the thing about it, and see, people got to realize, God was trying to break the tradition that time and break religion when he did that. You know, because, you know, you know, Paul was not one of the twelve. They thought Paul was operating for him. And they could not listen to him. But the thing about it, even the disciples, one of Peter, even got envious of Paul. Paul, that means Peter, right? Peter got envious of Paul, judges of Paul. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He did. And and went away because Paul was doing a great work, and God sees the work, and God used Paul to continue. Before Paul was Paul, he was Saul. And God turned Paul Saul 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 name into Paul. That's why God said we don't have to worry about what man called you, but what God called you. What God told, what God how God changed you is what changed your name. You don't need nobody to come out and tell you that you're apostle. You can't go around and let let people turn you out and say that you you this and you that. But what God say? It is like a bishop. Bishop is not a calling, it's a desire. But God still uses it as a holy gift. Yeah. To help the pastors, because they work the pastor and bishop work the same gift. You know, but to understand the Bible, a bishop is a call of a, 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 a desire and a and a, a pastor is a calling. You see, but God still uses it. You see, you gotta realize just like God used the devil to go after Job. And everybody said, why God let this happen? Just to check your prayer walk. Just to check your faith, the belief, and see where your belief is at. And see if you're going to get caught up on the distraction of the other things that's out of appearance. And when you don't get connected and get distracted by the out of appearance, you will not lose focus what God is trying to do in you and through you. And see, it's not our job to question God or his people. Because when you start questioning God's people, you become judgmentality. You see, God is looking for a humble servant, those that work in spirit and in truth, that with, and to understand that and operate the gift of the servant. Look at Simon told to God. 
When Josiah got Josiah told God, God, I don't want no riches, I don't want to hurt my I don't want none of that. Only I ask you to give me wisdom, and wisdom is discernment to, to, to judge your people rightly. And God told Simon, which is David and Bathsheba's son, and told him, what well, since you didn't ask for me to destroy your enemy or ask for any riches and anything else, I'm going to give you the wisdom and push give you the other stuff that you did not ask me for. That's what God helped. Because you know why? Simon was more concerned with this like his father's Bathsheba or his, his father uh they were so concerned of being careful what they did and these wasn't no right upright people. They was they were sinning and murders and adulterers and and, 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 and and all this else, fornicating and all this. They was all about the uh, you know, being uh they call them uh, uh what they call them with uh, a person getting married to more than one woman? A beggar man. He was doing all this. But God still used that to teach and to show his way through that. Because you know why? Definitely thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Because that's why God won't give us a run, enough room to realize what's right and what's wrong. So when it comes down to doing the right, continue doing the wrong, even to repent when you're doing right, because you want God to do it. I'm not saying you're doing right and wrong, but God, the Bible says we have to repent daily. Even when you're doing wrong, you got to recognize it and put down pride in and cast down, you know, this this this, this, this shameful thing, a proper thing, and start repenting. And, start, and then God can use you in the midst of your mess and clean your mess up. And see, that's what God do. And see, you got to realize what God was using Paul at this time in, in the book of Paul, one, one, one fifth or one eighth of, of the New Testament. Well, God was using Paul to, to try to show the disciples exactly what they were struggling with when Jesus was there. And see, when he did right here, you see, he, Paul, they were even paying wages and tithes from Paul. To Paul, you know, and look what first nine say. And when I was presented with you, and went, went, and went, won't when when I was presented, uh, when I said uh, when I was presented with you and wanted I me mean, in need, I was chargeable to no man. He was chargeable to no man. You see, this means he did not make this need the Corinthians. With responsibilities. He did not make his needs of Christian responsibility. He said, For that which was lacking to me, the brethren which came from Macedonia supplies. You see, one, you want to see, other churches supplies help. Yes, they did. They helped. But he did, you know, but he did, he said, but he said, For that which was lacking to me, the brothers which came from Macedonia supplied. They supplied. They helped them, and then they, they helped them. They didn't judge, and they see Paul was doing a great work, trying to get get the people the right, trying to get good and get to the uh to um get to the community. Let me throw this in a bit right for them. I would, you know, who else look at the grunt, uh the Grinch? <laughs> so Chris, uh, look at the grumpy uh, man, You heard that? And every time I was looking at them, the people on the streets, every time they see the people that got money and stuff, they call them government. How you doing, government? How you doing, government? How you doing, government? I said, man, I'm in government. 
And God was letting me know if anybody that is wealthy and which God, they is the government to support the supply and the health and needy of the world. You're supposed to invest their job to give back to the community. Not being a grudge and hide and stack your stuff in a in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a, in a corner room of your house and, and don't want don't want you know, working your work as hard and don't want them to go home and celebrate the, the holiday and even give them a Christmas bonus. I remember we used to get Christmas bonus and stuff. We don't get that no more. We don't mean go home on holidays, we don't do nothing. Because the world is so full of greed. They got so many greedy people, not only in the world, but they got so many people in the body of Christ is so greedy. They are so greedy. If you're not a part of this church, I'm not going to lose it. Let me tell you something. We don't know what good ground is unless the Lord leads you and plant it. It's going to be a broke down, homeless person that's in the streets. That could be a good ground right there. And you know, I said, man, this person stinks. Man, this person, no, this person, God said, bless that person. And you looking for that person to bless you back, you already received your reward. That's why I tell you, when you give to, when you give to any individual, don't look for that person to get that back to you. Because God said, give it to you. God has a plan for you, a blessing for you. And somebody gonna come around when you least suspect a stranger or something gonna come out to bless you more than you bless that person, because God said He will multiply your giving. But don't be looking for the blessing. Just go in on and bless and walk by faith and not by sight. Continue letting God do what He got to do in and through you. That God will get all the glory. And the person, you next thing you know, you set you set somebody's soul free to run into the altar and say, "Look at God, look at God, look at God." I don't know these people. I don't know this person. I don't know this. Look at God. God is saying. And next thing you know, you wonder why they have angels looking for no angels come around here bringing your finances to your mailbox or bring your finances. To, your, to the altar we bring them, and we take care of your light bill or take care of anything you do. And you say, how do I do? Because it happened to a minute time. I went up there and said, man, my, my wife looked up and said, hey, look, I ain't got my light bill. I, I, how would you say it? Zero, zero, zero. My water bill. Man, how do I pay my water bill? Zero, zero, zero. Because you know why? I don't get caught up what I give to people. I love to see Come on, somebody. I know you're going to come in agreement with this. We love to see the, the smiles and, and see families happen. If they can't be happy for the rest of the year, at least they can be happy for a, a day or a week and enjoying themselves. But we got to continue, you know, ministry to them. Not keep getting blessed, but minister to them. I mean, you don't want to spoil them looking at the goods. No. You want to show them the love of God and see how you're doing. You're taking off. Oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to go there. Oh, you want me? I, come on. I'll take you going on on this job interview. I'll take you out. Okay, which one? Oh, you, oh, you want me to go? Well, I'll take you over by, you know, by your grandmother. Or oh, I'll oh, bring you to work. Just be a servant. But you're not their slave. You're a servant to them. You're to be served to them. You're serving them. That's what we are there for. That what minister means, to serve. We are still ministers. It don't matter what title we have on, we're still the servants of the Lord. Don't be looking for somebody that got a fancy call and big house and a lot of money and tell my man, I know I can get a good ground there. Don't be, don't be ignorant like that. 
I see. I mean, yes. I, I, you gotta realize, you know, don't don't people don't need nothing. They don't need nothing. They got it going on. The what we need, we we God's people. That's the Jesus came. I'm not come for the. I come for the meek. I'm come for those that's low. I ain't come for the rich. I'm come for those that's meek. I'm come for those that's struggling. Those that have a, a, a family member that's struggling on drugs. I have come for those that are, a young lady out there have low self-esteem. I'm coming for those that child that been rebellion and clairs. I'm coming for those that just, just lost everything. Now they're sleeping under the bridge. I'm coming for those that want that that they can know and nothing but the Lord did this and nothing but God sent you our way. And all we gotta step back and say, look at the Lord. To God, to God be the glory. And next thing you know, they sit up there and say, I need that. But the thing about it, the, the work of ministry is not done. Always is not done. So what I'm saying to you, we got to make sure, you understand me, that we that when, when people talk about or whatever, you understand me, talk and say things, and your own kind will do it to you. Your own kind, your own Christian brother and Christian sister will talk about the little thing about it, my brother and sister. They're not, they're not a, a, a daughter, son, and daughter of God. They talk about you. That's a work of iniquity. That's a work of the devil. So the Bible says if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. If you don't like what you see, go pray. But don't pray on them. Because you pray on them and you don't like it, then you're going to lose more than you're asking God for. Because sooner or later, your, 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 your wealth is stuck. going to have laced by itself. You're going to be walking out, walking around and falling in somebody else's lap. And falling. you wonder why you see that your, your, your whole bank account is going down, down, down. Because you know why? Because you, you, you need to change your mindset. You're supposed to rejoice with those rejoice. You're supposed to be, be happy when you see your brother and sister is blessed. You're supposed to weep with those that cry. That's what it is. Let them know that we do have a little sensitivity about what's going on. But never, ever feel sorry for them. God, I want you to feel sorry for them. That don't mean you're, you're selfish. No, God wants you to feel, know that we, we understand. And you sit up there and consult them and hold them and say, we love you. We're going to do this together. We're in this together. Amen. Hallelujah. And verse 10 says, as verse 10, hallelujah. I'm going to verse 9. He said, in all, in all, and in all things I have kept my soul from the beginning of the bondsome unto you. And so where I keep myself. That's what Paul was telling. He was not after their money. Paul was not after their money. You see? That was false. I'm going to keep myself for myself. That's verse 9. And verse 10 says, As the truth of Christ is in me, he is, this is what he means, he is declaring this is the presence of Christ. No man should stop me. No man should stop you to say of his boasting in the region of Erkan. This actually means to the, no man can disprove what the apostle is saying. Nobody. You know? And verse 11 says, Wherefore I become, wherefore because I love you not, this is actually me to have the opposite me, I do what I do because I love you. You see, God knows. This, this 
God, he said, God, no. This referred to the fact that what he is saying is true. And here's the false 12 right here, the 17, I'm not going to be for you long. You see right here, the false prophet, this, this is the false prophet, uh, apostles, false prophet, apostle. Verse 12 says, what I do, that I do, will do. You say, but what I do, I, I will do. I will continue to pursue the cause of my life. I will have been pursued. You say, and that I may cut all occasion for them which desire occasion. He will not do anything that will give the enemy excuses to find fault, at least truthfully. He says, see, he will not find false, falsely. You see, they were trying, they were trying to call him a false apostle. I see you now. You see, as I read my text, you see, they were trying to call Paul a false prophet. See, that's what they were saying. You see, they were trying to find any kind of excuses at Paul. They're trying to find, thank you, the ghost for your Excuse me, y'all. I got it now, pretty Now you see what I'm talking about. He was trying to accuse Paul to be a false apostle. Just because Paul was not part of the twelve, Paul became a false apostle. Even apostles don't say Paul was not one of the twelve and call him a false apostle. How much don't that sound familiar? Yeah, somebody told me that too. Because you know you're not part of the the, the handpick of the the congregation of that leader of that apostle of that uh, uh, or another come under another clergy of apostle. You understand? You're not part of the apostle. Literally, that's why they keep asking you who consecrates you, who laid hands on you, who did this. Once upon a time, we were walking in the apostolic anointing as apostles. Did we got consecrated at the time? No. But God called us to be apostles. God called us to be an apostolic anointing. And little did you know, they had this great, great woman of God that we know heard us, just like you're hearing us right now, from YouTube, from the talk show, from Google, from uh, uh, Facebook, and all that, talking to her night, and hear the voice of God through my wife and I, speaking the gospel of Jesus Christ in an apostolic way, hurry up, and came way hundreds and hundreds of miles, hundreds of thousands of miles down here to consecrate us into the apostolic anointing. Because you know why? Because if you want to shut their mouth off us. Even though we didn't really have to worry about God was do, God God was doing it. God thank you to God. I repent. Because God used her to shut their mouth off us. Amen. God used her. This great I, I don't know I could say her name, but you are you but pretty sure a lot of people do know her. But in the meanwhile, you know, you see uh one uh, she is our uh, covering when I'm covering, they're covered up in the apostolic anointing. And then after that, you understand me? Here come another young lady. You know, I can say her name. Chief Apostle Hope Jackson, our spiritual covering, came down here and confirmed us into a chief apostle. She, we had, we, we, she came to us. We went to her. Amen. Because we, I love to travel. Me too. <laughs> and we had a good time. Oh, 
Mike got a little sick, man, because you know that weather changed and I caught pneumonia, but God still kept me. The doctor said I could have already got a day late, I would have been dead. But I, God kept me because God gave me strength to go on. So I went to my doctor the same day. My doctor said, hold up. What is you doing? Why you came in? You could have, don't you do this? She jumped on me. But the thing about it, I want, God, God want to show, thank you, God want to show his power and his, and his, and his healing, healing power to me by healing me and keeping me. And so, see what God did I say. Yes, I was hallucinating, seeing things and all that stuff. I mean, it came up, they didn't the, I even see the spirit of death coming out there saying, you going to die and all that. I said, the devil is allowed. I should live and not die. I saw court stretching and praying to God. Yea, do I walk through the valley of death? I was doing all. I should fear no evil but thou with me. I was just court stretching and everything. And next thing you know, I got out that bad boy less than two days. The doctor said, man, you're, Mr. Gray, your fever going down? What's going on? I said, nothing but my God. He said, you ready to go home? I said, oh, yes, I'm ready to go home. Came home, lost a lot of weight, but I'm good. But what I'm saying to you, they call Paul a false apostle. I got it now, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And he was showing me, Lord, as I was reading down the scripture, when it was calling Paul a false apostle because he was not part of them, part of the 12, even in some of the 12, Peter was calling him a false apostle. But in the, but in the meanwhile, that's why he said, but, I, but what I do that I will do, I, I will do that I may cut off accusers, occasions from them which them which desire to occasion, occasion. He said he will not do anything that would give the enemy excuses to find fault, at least truthfully. He said that with their with their within their glory. You see, they claim to be interested in your money, but what what but that but that's not true. My God, but that's not true. They may be found even as we. If and I'm reading my text, if they are not interested in your money, let them conduct themselves as we do, and not take your money. That what it say, and not take your money. You see, this is not. Look what it say now. See, that's the devil. Look, look, look. For such are false prophets, deceitful work. They have no rightful claim to the. They have no. See, they say they have. They say they are false apostles and deceitful work. They have no rightful claim to apostolic officer. They are deceitful. You see, look at them. Look what they say. Transform your transform themselves into apostle of God. They trans. They trying to say Paul transform himself into apostle for God. And he got money. He got all this. But in the meanwhile, Paul was not after the money. Paul was not trying to do. They got some false apostle, you know, asking, you know, for, uh, you know, if you're not part of the ministry and you don't meet the certain need or doom that's in the, in the clergy, you cannot be a part of the clergy. 
They got some false light there. They got some, you know, they like to say, charging you for the word. They got some, you know, charging you to sit in this seat right there. If you want to sit up here with these clothes, because it's anointing, you got to you got to pay twenty five to ten twenty five. Uh, $10,000 to $25,000, $10, $25,000, $30,000 to see in that seat. I've seen it all. Hmm. And see, in this ministry, there's no liberty. I mean, in this ministry, there's lots of liberty. In that ministry, there's no liberty. But in this ministry, is lots of liberty. So what I'm saying to you, my brother and sister, when a person trying to charge you, because the word of God is free, even in your your life, God gives you life freely. You say, come to me and drink this water freely, the water of life freely. Why should you charge the people? Mm. Why are you trying to charge the people for prophecy? Why? That is our job. That's when we took up the oak of God, that we're going to be a servant of him and use us in a way necessary, Lord, to please you, to glorify you. That's what we're doing. And, and just like in the book with the apostles, you got to realize, see, you got to understand what Paul was watching the apostles in, book, in the book of Acts 2. When, when they were healing the people, and the people say, uh, 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 do you have this? And God, one of the people said, silver and gold, I have not. You see, when Jesus told the apostles to take nothing and leave with them, Jesus was teaching them from the front hand that you got to learn how to live by faith and not by sight. you got to learn how to exercise your faith, because faith without works is dead. you got to believe, showing people there's no sorcerer spirit, no voodoo whosoever. It's about your belief, by your belief that you know that you're here. By your belief, knowing that God is fighting your battle. It's knowing your belief that you will never be broke another day in your life. It's by your, your belief that you know that when the enemy made for bad, God turn around and make it for your good. It's by your belief. And I'm just coming in agreement with you. That's all it is. But you got to continue walking by faith and get away from the negativity of spirit. Get away from that negativity spirit. I'm telling you. If you don't, my brother and sister, we heading for destruction. The body of Christ gonna go down and to hell in a hand in a handbasket. Because God is not coming for the church, for the world, he's coming for the church. And those not upright with church, God said, I'm not coming. If you look you say he don't want your uh how you say he wants your hot or cold or either lukewarm, because you lukewarm he'll spit you out. And he also he said he don't want to come to a church without a spot or a wrinkle. And you say, well, we all going to have wrinkles. But no, let me tell you something. Your repentance is your eye that straightens out the ankles, your wrinkles in your, in your garments. When you repent, God straighten that, that, that the wrinkles out. Because he knows that you'll have a heart to feel God. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, that you use wisdom, knowing that at the end of the day, there is a second death. Which way you going? Which way we going? So what I'm saying to you is that, you know, when they try to, when they come down to giving your offerings, 
You're tired when a man and woman of God say they need support, they need help, you know. All the men, we don't have to talk about the tithes and offering. That's what all of you all say it's time for tithes and offering. You're supposed to have your tithes and your offering and your village kind of ready to give and put it in, 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 in at the altar. Amen. Put it in the priest's hand and go ahead on and continue on living in your blessing that your house and your home and everything will be blessed and have meat and food around in your, in your house that you have no wrong with receive. That's how it works. Let God bless your let God bless your seed, your your children, your finance, your food, your your household, everything. Amen. By you sit this up there releasing your blessing or tithe to the priest. Even if it comes down to your first fruit. If you want a first fruit to follow you for the rest of the year, and I'm telling you we do take first fruit. We do take first fruit for the beginning of the year. You understand me? Like the end of the uh, end, end of uh, December thirty first, bring your first fruit. Put it, don't put it, don't bring it on thirty first. Make sure you put it in the mail or put it through do the uh, post office box or Instagram and get it to the get it here. But by the time the thirty first comes, we have it right there. So we do we do get on our knees and give God the glory and prayer. We we'll get off all our knees in prayer and usher the, 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 the blessing of the Lord into 2016. So we just, that's the way we do every single year. And I've been doing it ever since I've been saved and set free from the hands of the enemy. Sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. I've been doing that for quite some time. And I've been having a lot of people come in. And next thing you know, it works. God show up, you know. God would not demand that she not lie. He demand that he should repent. God's word is his bond. And God should remind me of my word. I remind you of my promise. And that's the way God do it. He's not going to turn away his promise. So when I'm telling you what the word of God say, you know, we got to make sure, you know, we do what, do what we have to do. Because the world going to always say the church is, they, rob, they, they, they church robbery. They, they just want nothing but the people money. This is all the world going to always say. So, so why are church folks saying that? Don't say that. You do not. You, in, you are in the holiness of holiness. What happened to Myra? Myra and, 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 uh, and Elmer, when they came in and in, 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 uh, they turned abomination. Now, what about Elmer's son when they brought the foul spirit in the tabernacle? Huh? They burnt them. You can't bring that kind of mindset in the body of Christ. Then you seeking commune? Oh no! Come on, it's a war before destruction. We cannot come in with that terminated heart and that, that corrupted mind. Don't get behind that pulpit and start preaching and, and you got a, a hateful spirit or, and, and you've gone through a lot of, don't, uh-uh, pass it on to someone that's you, or your armor bearer, somebody that you know that, 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 that God wants to use. And, I mean, it's going to be a shock at that. That's why I'm telling you, uh, spiritual family, children, be ready in this season. Because when you're in your mouth, put your coattail, you're you going to fall. You know what I mean? Because we can't, we can't, we, that's, how God, that's how God do. God's going to hit you when you least suspect him. You might not come when you want to be. He will be all right all time. Just to see where your heart at and see where you at. And that's how God would ask me know. That's been happening to me many times. My practice is all oh, my time. I don't know when my time to go out there and preach. So for the 15 minutes, it was the worst 15 minutes of my time. But, you know, but, I, but, the, but when I realized, I said, you know why? Thank you, I feel this thing. And, and I, when I learned that first time, and the reason why I was going to, oh, 
Remember, because I was not, I was going to work, and, you know, going to work and read the Bible when I go to church, go home, watch my, my TV, we're going to time, we go to Bible study, trying to get in the Word, go to Bible study. It's like, no, you got to be on this thing persistent and consistent, 24, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 357 days out of the year. You got to be here 12 months of a year. You got to be in that Word. You got to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman need be ashamed, right and divine in the Word of truth. You got to seek ye the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything will be added unto you. You cannot leave to your own understanding, but all that way acknowledge him, and God will direct your path. That's the way the protocols work for ministry. That's my favorite protocol. That's the, that's the foundation of this ministry. It comes down to our classes, our teachers, our members. we got to study the Word at all times. Because if you're not studying the Word, what is your stuttering? What is your watching? What's who you listen to? Because the voice of God is not talking to us, some of us. So we got to make sure we study the Word. And, we'll be careful, and so we won't get distraction from these distractions that's coming around us. I mean, when I was working at uh, uh, Crystal Break with my wife, they had so much stuff going on over there. And people, and they were saying that, and God, he was a mother. He came up there and, and said something to me, and I was passing by, because was, you know, this young lady was talking about her body, he was talking about the body, but I didn't hear it. But I, he had heard my name, and I stopped, and he said, man, Raymond, look. He said, man, look. Uh, I said, what you going on, Doc? I got a lot to do. He said, look at it. He said, look at Kelly. He said, don't she? I said, hold up, dude. I'm a, man, I'm a minister, bro. I don't look at the, I don't look at them, my sister. And Kelly said, uh huh. I told you he like Rose. He like Rose. That's my wife's name, Rose. And I said, and I said, Kelly was like, he said, man, he what do you mean you don't like it? You don't like you don't like looking at this? I said, man, I'm a man of God. He said, you must be gay. I said, hold up, pump your brakes, partner. I said, I'm saved, but I'm not that saved. Don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> I mean, I was. I think my wife was there that time, huh? Huh, babe? Huh? You were there, huh? Yeah. When I when we let God say that, and then, but uh, but Kelly said, man, don't worry about that. He's just ignorant. He's ignorant. He don't know. You know, I know Christ. And said, yeah, you know Christ because you're uh, 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 Muslim. And say, and your mother, uh, something like that. He said, yeah. He said, he said, yeah. I'm Muhammad. I'm Muhammad. I said, oh yeah. I see why. <laughs> but in the meanwhile, I didn't judge him. I just got out of the way and went to go in on do my work. Because you got to be careful of that kind of distract. You got to be ready. And I'll see them because the enemy that come up with your least suspect, and especially God will show up when you least suspect it. But you got to be ready in and out season. The Word says that. So we can continue on, you know, minister the Word of God to the people. Amen. Hallelujah. Look what verses 14 say. And no marveling. No marveling. It means the true believers should not be surprised. For Satan himself is trying for into an angel of light. See? Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. This means he pretended to be that which he is not. I told you Satan could be anything, a transformer. not. Satan do have a five-fold ministry too. He so do. Satan is a pastor. Satan is, nobody want to hear that, huh? Satan is apostle. He's all that. You gotta realize Satan was God's left hand man. Satan was the favorite worship was what one that had all the angels to command it to him because God gave him that job. But when Satan got too high minded of itself, 
and start exalting the zone. As I read the book of Ezekiel chapter 12, and start exalting the zone, what happened? It fell. And one-eighth or one-third of the angels fell with it. That's the whole heaven fell with it. All of them followed him. Now look at the world. All of them in the clubs, all of them falling, Satan still. But the thing about it, they made all of them be cast into darkness till they see the light, till they see the light of God. But you just like you see, and no marvels, but Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. You see, he's pretending to be that which he is not. He is not light. Satan is completely darkness. All the cruelty, hateful, jealousy, backbiters, lying, murders, all kinds. That's his. That's that's Satan. That's Satan's work all the way. But our God, thank God for His Son, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Rapha, our healer. He is the one that healed thee. Shows everything, everything that we should pertain in His light is to heal, deliver, and set the captive free. Thank God for Jesus. And Jesus went down to hell for us. And three days later, he came, came out with the keys of victory to give it to us. I'm telling you, see them keys? That's the keys of victory God got to you. The keys to the house of the palace, the keys to, to the, the car, the keys to the everything. You got, and you got so many keys that God has for us. The hot keys to the brand new building that God about to give to us. Amen. I know that's right. The keys to the the brand new the keys to the brand new home that God about to get to us. Thank you, Jesus. The keys to our safe deposit box with God about to put put down in us a, a multi millionaire blessing. Thank you, Jesus. The keys to the grant that gonna come to us next year. God got that for us. Come on, spiritual family, us. I ain't talking about us. You, Apostle Annette, you, Apostle, uh, uh, what else, Mr. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can stand, you can stand on the mic. Yeah. All our spiritual church. Apostle Lex Guico and Apostle Sheragun. Apostle Lex Joyce Johnson. Uh, Apostle Lake David Marlin. Yeah. Apostle Lake Annette yeah. Marlin. Um, Prophetess Elect Williams. Yeah. Uh, Pro- Prophetess Elect Lisa Madame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apostle Lake Shirley Archer. Uh, Prophetess Elect Sandra Lentful. See? I will listen to the man of God this morning for um, Faith Assembly. He was talking about he's an apostle, but he don't call himself an apostle because he don't have number one church down here. Because God because God called him into the apostolic anointing. The apostle of Faith Assembly. So what I'm saying is that I don't think you want me to say that, ain't you just no. you sort of catch up on that like that, but in the meanwhile, 
I, I, my prayer went out to him, you know, because carrying this apostolic anointing is not no walk in the park. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's something not to be happy and glad to have. No. But I got to do what God called me to do and be what God had, had changed me to be. We have to be that because in my eyesight, I'm just a man. But I'm a man after God's heart. I'm telling you. So all I'm just saying to you is that the reason why Satan has to describe himself or pretend to be a light because he don't have no heart. He don't have no heart. I don't want to give you no agenda. It don't have no heart. It don't have no mean. Only is is selfish. Think about itself. And this, if you don't, if if, if you don't follow it, follow it, it's trying to destroy you. So all I'm saying to you, when you when hardship, when 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 prosecution, when anything that comes to you to challenge your your character, your integrity, all I'm gonna tell you is fall down on the floor, put your face to the ground. And pray. Cry out to our Father. Call out to God. And tell God and ask God to give you strength to go through it. Go straight through it. Don't just stand there, just go straight through it. And always put a praise in your heart. Always put a praise and a prayer in your spirit. And learn how to continue on showing. As my love, my wife used to say, because a co-worker told her, brother to say to her, put on that mercy smile. Put on that mercy smile and love the hell out of them. Because you got to realize, the enemy not coming after you, that means you're not doing anything. You ran into its category, compromising, playing around, playing church. And, and it, they you know it got, it got, but when you try, when you, when you ignore it, and you're doing the right thing, and you be careful to be around illegally yoked, around backbiters, around liars, around thieves and rivals, around people that you know hating and about or talking the gospel and all that. If you don't want to be around those people because they're holding it to me, you got to be set apart. When you become holy to God, you're gonna get prosecuted, and God, you gonna see God will bless you in the midst of your stone and in the presence of your enemy. God is blessing you. All I'm just saying to you, don't be like chapter 14 or 2 Corinthians chapter 14, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. Don't be like that, you know, because you're more than a conqueror. Amen. And verse 15, closing, you say, Therefore, is no great thing if he ministered with his Satan ministry, also be to transform as a minister of righteousness, despite their claim, they were Satan's ministry because they preached something other than the cross. You see? And see, that's the whole thing. We got to preach about the cross. And we're not preaching about the cross, but preach about anything else, you become Satan's ministry. And see, that's what we learn to teach about. Jesus Christ. That's why we God put this ministry in our spirit, my and, and in my spirit spirit twenty something fifteen, sixteen years ago. 
where where we from my wife was born. I've been here since I got saved when I was born. There's another church called Hustle of Faith. And God put this in my spirit. Keep the faith. Don't give up the hope. Keep the faith. Don't give up the hope. And again, my wife came in and said we need to teach this because we got a lot of testimony to testify about the goodness of God, how God delivers, delivered me through his word. By me having to hear, hear, to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to me. And I, I live on this word. I, I speak with this word. You know, I eat with this word. I, I never leave home without it. Because I know once I put it, close this book down, and I say this so many times, just like Luke says, the devil will come quick, fast, and snatch the word out of my mouth. And next thing you know, I can't remember a stretch when it comes down to pressure. And I'm going to get beat up big time. I'm going to get whipped. Because you know why? I took a vacation from God's word. You can take a good vacation, but don't take a vacation from God. Everywhere I go, everywhere I go, I don't care if I'm in my house or nobody else, I always have my six to six book, book with me, the word with me. Even I thank God for these phones. I can go on, we can go on the phone and download a Bible, a King James Bible, on the phone and read it. And I encourage that nobody don't have it, do that. Even you that don't, the one, the one can't belong, amen, don't, don't have time or don't want, want to know more about God's Word, download the Bible on your app, on your phone, on your iPhone, your iPad, your notebook. Download the Bible on that and read it. And when you do that, to understand God's Word, do, download, go ahead and continue reading the Proverbs every single day. And read and read the understanding of the last end of the days, which is the book of Revelation. Read it. And watch God move in you. And before you know it, God's going to be pushing you so far, closer to Him, because the Word will pull you towards God. Because that's, that's not what God's mind that you read. And He will show you Him through your eyes of believing knowing that he is I am. He is your God. He is the creator. And that is a true living God that created this world. So I encourage you to continue reading the word so you won't be a part of Satan's ministry. You know, the false prophet. That's the false prophet. Satan. He is the false prophet. And Jezebel is the false prophetess. That's the false prophet. Those two are married together. You know, so be careful, you know, and trust me. You got a lot of them just parading down, up and down the church aisle, or operating, or singing in the choir, or behind their pulpit, you know. No, we not judging nobody that's homosexual. Uh, uh, bi, what they call bisexual, you know, or uh, 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 less women love women, men, you know, we're not judging. I'm just telling you, God don't like it. That's your life. We love you, love the hell out of you. Whatever you God do, but we don't have to love your sin. We don't have to like what you love your sin, you know. So what I'm saying to you is that, you know, if God, God don't make no mistakes, you know. And a lot of people are going through a whole lot of stuff 
mentally, but it comes down to who they are and what God created them to be. You know, so I, I tell you, I pray that whoever out there that's that gone through this abomination, you know, or uh, this agenda thing of women on women and men on men, I pray to God that you will see exactly yourself in the mirror. Yeah, they got you might be tough and bad and, you know, because you've been through something through life. Even when you were a kid, a child, you've been through something. Something happened to you, you know. You might have been played with a lot, you know. You might have never been whipped, not been content, you might have been whole, and the person was there for you and did this, all this, all this stuff that disappeared out of your life. You don't know what to do, and you're left in that space, and you next to know somebody else can add more stuff onto the, the stuff that you never, nobody never told you the truth that it was wrong. But I'm telling you, that God, God, Jesus can deliver you from that. I know He can deliver you from that. You know, because you got to realize that's a sin, and a raising a sin is death. Even when men go around and trying to turn around and make themselves as a woman, and but all the while they're still gonna be a man, because if they cut this and then that, they gonna live. They ain't gonna live too long. So they going to be getting some kind of illness and sickness going to come upon them. That's the debt. That's the sin debt. Even when the women go around, you know, being trying to be women, it's still going to sink. You know, it's going to be a, a disease. It's too much forgot this disease that women going to be catching from another woman. And they're going to die. That's why God don't want two same people sleeping together. You know, two same women. Even this incest thing, we got to be very careful. You know? Because they got, uh, you know, daddy sleep with daughters and mama sleep with sons and there's a whole lot of stuff going on like that. And, you know, cousin, married cousin, have a baby for cousin and sisters and brothers sleeping together, loving like husband and wife. All this stuff, incest, you know, that's the kind of stuff that we got to really cut and destroy. And I'm telling you, if anybody has that in their family and going on that, that's a special prayer that God wants us to pray with you for. Amen. You might not want to say it personally over the line, because I know some things is personal and confidential, but we like to hear from you. Amen. And if you want to hear from you, my wife going to type the telephone numbers on, 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 on what you call it, type it on, on the monitor. That's why I'm going to speak it to you over the, uh, over the media that you can hear. You're going to call us at any time. At two two five six three six twenty five seventy nine, or you can inbox me at a Chief Apostle Raymond Grant, and, and inbox me, or you can inbox, you know, inbox my wife and talk to my wife, amen, and let us and let us know that you know that I would uh you stuff like that, and that that could be a totally hindering of your love walk or your life. And you wonder why, you know, you, you're trying to, trying to grow up with this generation of curse. They grow up with this stuff, you know. Something happened way in the back room. You know, something happened right there in the, in the car, in the truck. You know, something happened at the school, you know. Something happened in the enemy church, you know. It's time for the break, this generation of curse. Regardless of, you know, a lot of people don't like, pastors don't like preaching or teaching on themselves. 
But we are radical preachers. We we, we say it the way the Lord gives it to us, you know, because, because a lot of us been abused like that, a lot of us. So what I'm saying to you, my brother and sister, if that's, if that's something that is affecting you for being who you are, a queen, a king, a royal priesthood, a beautiful, beautiful creature that God created just the way you are, come on. Even when you even was in prison and you haven't done anything, but you want to get caught up in the prison system and got caught up in a, an abomination like that by getting bodily physical abuse in, in prison and then hurt you and then angry you. And that's why we need some counselors, some people, strong men and women of God that can counsel them, that they, that can minister to them. And see, that's the kind of ministry that God is looking for. Not nothing that you know that can be easy walking the park. This is not an easy walking the park. You know, it's not. You know, even at the end of the day, I brought this up way a time ago. If people want to be a part of the ministry, you understand me. At the end of the day, at the, if it comes out and, and they about to go home to glory, and they can all go donate donor, they can donate an organ to somebody that need a heart, somebody that need a liver, somebody that need a a a a a lung or something, you know, a bone marrow, something. They can help them. That's how you do it. That's how you do. Be a, a donor, a donate, um, a, a, a donor, organ donor. You know, be that. You know, so we can still save life. You know, because if they have, if God want to be here, they'll be here. You know, if not, you can just want to do your part. You know, that's how you be a good sincerity to the body of Christ and and learn how to, you know, be a, a life saver. You know. But in the meanwhile, you know, we got to make sure we get everything in an order. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, because in First Corinthians chapter, Second Corinthians chapter three, verse seventeen and eighteen, it says, "Now the Lord in the Spirit was the Spirit of the Lord. There is liberty." But we are with unveiled faces, seeing the glory of the Lord. And it is as is a mirror and transformed into the same. You see, we looking at ourselves as a mirror. When you look at yourself, you gotta look at I got liberty. You have liberty. You know, you have freedom, liberty, but use it wisely. Don't go all free with it and do it all kind of way. Like I said, uh, some of us bring things on ourselves that God didn't get to. We put more on ourselves. Sometimes God didn't call us to be certain officers of guilt. God just might want us to be ministers, just to go out and just serve in the church, you know, be a volunteer, help with the pastor, help with the missionary, you know, help with the tape room, just help, you know, just be missionary, someone just wants to stand in a choir and, and, and sing in a choir and go wherever towards that the pastor goes. There's a volunteer, you know, just what ministers about. Ministers is not a place that people want to get paid. No, you know, it's not a place. Our job is to win souls. Our job is to make, give, give people set free and deliver from the hands of the enemy. That's our job. God is the reward of those that diligently seek him. God would touch some man, some woman, some child 
they show appreciation of to you. That's what it's all about, appreciating what God is doing and thanking God for you, you know. And I'm telling you, it's like this young lady, you know, you know, she, 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 she might always say, Trey, but she needed help, you know. And you know, I thank God that my wife and I was, was at the place to help us, you know. It doesn't matter what size, the size offering us, what size you give to them, no matter what. The, where the man treasure is, is also where his heart is. Where is your heart? So where your heart is, there where your treasure is. And my, our heart, come on, somebody, our heart is to serve God and be faithful for the things that God called us to do. That's our job. Even though we got people that don't like us or prosecute us, we don't, because they don't understand us. They don't. You know, what are they talking about? What are they saying? Because if your pastor preached that way, I mean, we got I mean, it's totally different. But it, and you look at the perspective of the way, it's the same. We serve the same God. I hope so. I hope so. But in the meanwhile, my brother and sister, we're going to open the windows, the doors right now. Amen. Glory to God. I tell you, I can preach all day. And tell you, if you've been blessed or do you have a prayer request, Amen. Uh, how you enjoy the service? Hello? Hello, uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Who's speaking? Hey, hey special daughter, Papa Alexa. Yes. <laughs> God bless you. Um, I enjoy that word today. Um, a lot of things, a whole lot of it, You, all the things that you said was true. And I thank God because I do know that you and Mom hear from God. And I thank God for both of you all. And I just would like for you all to just pray for me and pray for my husband and my daughter, Cian, and her son. We've been going through some stuff, but God still be the glory. And I thank God because I know, I know that God is with me. But sometimes I feel down in my spirit because I feel like, I feel, how can I say this? It'd be all right. I've been through so much. It's going to be all right. I've been through so much. I've been through a whole lot of stuff that normally other people wouldn't have went through. But I thank God that I'm here. And I thank God that he saved me. But I'm just getting tired of going through. And I know we have to go through I know we have to go through to get the anointing that God has for us. And also I know that we have to go through so God can teach us as well. And I've been through a lot. I've seen a whole lot. And I'm just to the point now, I just need a breakthrough. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 
Bless the Lord. Hello. Yes, yes. Hi, bless the Lord. This is Dr. Archer calling from the Carolinas. I wanted, um, I'm going to say two things because the enemy was trying to hold me in captivity um, because some things I had been working on with the ministry with you all in mind, you know, had not came to the forefront. But the Lord just let me know that everything already is in motion. And that, you know, the forces behind the scene basically was trying to hold up or make it look like it wasn't going to happen or just doing things. The Lord just put it on my heart not to speak anything that he's doing right now in the atmosphere. He told me to ponder it in my heart and um, basically continue to work forward on what he's having me to do for you all, you know, to uh, bless the ministry and everything that I've been working on. So I wanted to just share with you all how much I love your your spirit and your kindness and your patience and how you don't change. You know, most ministers would get in the pulpit or they start attacking the people when things don't happen in their time. And so you've passed that test. The Lord said you wanted me to let you all know that you passed the test when it comes down to your faithfulness concerning his people. You know, that you have not changed on his people. You know, so I wanted to let you know how much I love your spirit of kindness, patient, understanding, and all. And so I wanted to thank you, ask that you forgive me for, you know, um, you know, just that um, not um, staying the course on, um, you know, as what God has told me, but I've been working behind the scene, not in the eyes of man, but in the presence of God. So I just wanted to let you know that. And I wanted to encourage my sister who was just on, um, basically the other day, the Lord put it on my heart because my husband was feeling like she was feeling, you know, all the attacks, all that was happening. Why, why, why? And so the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit. He said that when you feel like you're breaking down is when you have already broke through and the enemy wants to, um, you know, attack your mind and make you think that it's not going to happen. So I wanted to speak in her spirit to let her know that when you persevere, that pain is going to be gone. You know, I'm going through a whole lot, a major attack right now. After I had launched a ministry in the marketplace on the grassroots level, the enemy came and attacked my husband so heavily financially, you know, because he want me to stop. So I just wanted to encourage her, you know, to persevere, to walk on through that storm because, you know, once you get on the other side, the God is going to erase that pain. So I'm just going to give this back to you all so you can pray for her and pray for my husband. You know, he felt as though he was holding me up in ministry and maybe, you know, and I said, no, I said, that's not what God is saying. You know, God is um, allowing you to go through so that we can walk according together. You know, so there's no big eyes, little you. And sometimes the the woman sometimes be a little bit more knowledgeable in certain area. But God would not have his woman to be over her man or her husband. God want that man eat um a head. He is the head. And so for the women who may be a little bit more mature in your walk with God than your husband, you know, no matter what he's going through, God want you to wait on the Holy Spirit. You know, because God would not have you to leave your husband, abandon your husband, and neglect your husband for the sake of the ministry. You know, that God doesn't operate like that. He's a God of order. And so I just wanted to let you all know to encourage, you know, your husband as they're going through. And my husband, I'm just asking for a prayer that he will understand that God is elevating him as well. Praise God. Thank you all for letting me put that out there. Amen. Amen. All is well, spiritual God. All is well. Amen. All is well. Hallelujah. Father, you heard the prayer request, Father God. Lord, we touch you. We ask you to touch it from the heavenly realm, Father God, to the crown 
from the top of the head to the crown of their feet, Father God. Lord, I ask you right now, Father God, any obstacles or anything that's trapped that the enemy set before, Father God, I ask you right now, Father God, give them supernatural miracle strength, Father God, that they can drop this burden, Father God, and run the, run the, the, run the race of faith, Father God. Finish the weight with our faith, Father God, Know that their good, Father God. So, Lord, we ask you right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, to touch every individual, Father God, that need a touch from you, Father God, because I bind every stronghold, we bind every satanic, demonic spirit that's trying to hinder them right now in the name of Jesus, trying to get them, Father God, to see things, written on the opposite side, but we take authority right now and knowing that they right now, they're seeking you, they're loving you, they hold on your hands, Lord God, and knowing that you are Put your pulling them out, Father God, as they finish this race, Father God, with a good fight of faith, Father God, knowing that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, and any tongue or anything that shall arise against them shall be condemned. For Lord, we deceive and declare the rest. Father God, we declare decree that everything will work it out for their good, Father God. No sickness will not take a palm there, no, 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 no confusion, nothing that will try to take your place, but just peace of mind that passes all understanding will hit them like a mighty, mighty wind, Father God. And we thank you in advance, Father God, for the supernatural breakthrough that you're about to bring into them, Father God. In the end of 2016 to the beginning of, in, 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 my God, in the end of 2015 to the, the end of the end of 2016, Father God. Great works, new supernatural blessings, and everything that you ask for will return to them, not fall, Father God, but prosper what it should be and what it should go, Father God. Finances, healing, peace, everything that they need, Father God. Even when the enemy is stolen from them, Father God, that you're going to restore it back to them a thousand for Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, because, Lord, they heard it through your vessels of your soul, your daughter, Father God, on the behalf of everything that you call them to be, Father God. So, Lord, since you heard them, Father God, I know, Lord, I no doubt about it, that you grant it for them right now, Father God, and turn it around and making it for their good, Father God. For when the enemy made for bad, you make it for the good, Father God. We thank you, we praise you, we glorify you in advance for what you're doing right now and to turn it more, Father God. Bless us assured in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Anyone else desire to prayer or feedback or enjoy the service? Amen. What do you mean? I desire prayer. Uh, what is your name? And think your name is, is not too much. Um, Lakia. Uh, he prays a lot. What's your, what's your prayer request, Lakia? Um, I just ask God that when He speaks to me, He'll speak to me with clarity and understanding, and I desire the gift of discernment as well as the interpretation of tongues. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Father, you heard the prayer of your servant, Father God. The queen of right now, Father God. The kill right now, Father God. Touch her right now, Father God, and in need of you, Father God. Touch her tongue, Father God. Touch her mind, Father God. Touch her hands, touch her feet, Father God. Stir up the gift that within her, Father God, that she would take authority or any foul spirit or anything that's trying to come against her and start to attack her, Father God. Anything that's trying to block her, Father God, Cause us, Father God, to astray away from you. 
We rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. So, Lord, I ask you right now that you enlighten the eyes of our understanding, you pour down your wisdom and knowledge and revelation, your word of the palm of right now, that she would see things to your eyes, Father God, as you close your first to her ears, Father God, that she touch her heart right now, Father God, that it would flow with itch of love, Father God. No matter what the enemy is trying to say or think or do against her, Father God, she would love the hell out of Father God, and she would praise your glory name, Father God, because, Lord, you turn up the now, right now, that the love of the authority, Father God, that she was trained on every circuit and every scorpion, Father God, and call them things that be not enduring all, Father God. Even though we talk to that monster, Father God, that it would cast into the lake of fire, Father God, that it would not hinder or stop her, Father God. But everything she do, Father God, she shall prosper, Father God. Everything she speaks, Father God, would not return fall, Father God. Every vision that you gave to her, Father God, she would see it come to pass, Father God. Because you love your voice, Father God, with clear to her ear, Father God. Because you say in your word, Father God, my sheep shall hear my voice, and the stranger will not, Father God. So, Lord, right now, that you turn up the vow, that she hear your voice, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, the spirit of hear, uh, 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 hear, uh, hear name. God, she hear you right now, Father God. She hear you right now. She hear you right now, Father God. So all her step in the name of Jesus, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister, spirit God. Amen. God bless. All that you got to do is keep on walking. Keep on stuttering. Show yourself a fool. Continue loving the hell out your enemies. Continue. And then if anything people say you can, say, I, uh, yes, I can. You can do all things that Christ has strengthened you. You can do whatever the Lord puts your heart, but always keep a prayer life. Keep praying to God. Keep on stepping out of faith. Amen. When situations, time come hard, don't give up. Give, don't give up. You know, just go in on your hands. Continue on seeing God. And God, trust me, your heart is right. Your heart is right with God because you're seeking Him. Amen. Just listen Amen. to God. Listen to the voice of God. Amen. Keep the faith. Don't give up the hope because God is not through with you yet. Amen. 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 Anybody else need a prayer or they want a prayer request or they want to uh, tell me how you enjoy the service before we close out? Hallelujah. Well, all that have much have been said, amen, everyone give someone an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior today. I have to do this, the protocols, I must do this here because there's someone out there that needs to accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. I want to get to understand Jesus' way, amen, but the only way you understand God's way or understand Jesus, you got to first take a step of faith by accepting him into your heart. You know, step something to your heart and make and make him God the head of your life, Amen. As Jesus your Savior, Amen. But take a step of faith, my brother and sister. Take a step of faith that God will write your name in the Lamb Book of Life. But you gotta take a step of faith. But all but not only that, but you gotta there's all sorts of process that you gotta go through, Amen. And we're gonna discuss that in the repentance thing at the end of the service. But secondly, if you if a backslider, you stepped away from God. Jesus said, I am married to a backslider. It's time for you to come back home, my brother and sister. It's time for you to come home and set Jesus Christ back into your heart and make God and set God back to be the head of your life. Amen. 
Don't come on back, my brother. Come on back, my sister. I know some things been said or some things you heard in the church. Like you just, you know, just got to pick a tag on the church. You just want to go and, have, and, you know, just have the prodigal child and go out and have your fun and stuff. But come on back, my son, my daughters. Come on back, my son. Come on back, brother and sister. Come on back and accept Jesus Christ back into your heart. Amen. Come on back that you will pay the pair of repentance all over your life that the body of Christ will come and agree with you. That's all we're going to do. Cause we, I mean, God is not a like man. God is not trying to hold nothing against you. God is not trying to talk about you or judge you. Only his main concern is that you come back home, that you will give your life back to, to, to him, that you be as Jesus be your Savior as, as well, your, your, your intersection of praying with you, that, that any time the enemy come upon you, that no weapon form against you will prosper. But you know that. We know that, but only the, but you got to take a step of faith by such Jesus Christ back into your life. Come on, my brother. Come on, my sister. Come on back home. Come on. Amen. And third, if you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak in the heavenly language, we have Holy Ghost spiritual angels sitting right here in this circle, in this website, even on the talk to our conference call. will come in agreement with you. Then you know you'll be speaking in this heavenly language. Because we cannot show you. We cannot teach you or show you. All that we do is just come and agree with you. And I'd like to pray for those that want this gift of tongue, of speaking the heavenly language. Amen. And if that's you, my brother and sister, want the gift of speaking the heavenly language, I need you to raise your right hand, not your left, your right hand. The right hand is an anointed hand that you and God would touch the agreement with the same right hand. But this is about your faith walk. This is about your believers. No voodoo, voodoo. No, no. It's about faith. Faith works So if that's you, my brother and sister, if you want this spirit of speaking in this heavenly tongue, amen, this gift of speaking in heavenly tongue, I need you to pray. Maybe you to raise your right hand as I pray with you. Father God, in the world that raise their right hand to you right now, Father God, to receive this gift speaking in heavenly language, I ask you right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you would touch them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, Father God. They just stirred up the gift that within them, Father God. They will speak into this heavenly language, Father God, and be declared, decreed in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. My brother, and as you just walk by faith and believe in God by faith, all things are possible to those that believe. And lastly, lastly, my brother and sister, listen to me carefully. This is a time right now you need a church home. I'm telling you, you know, I know some of y'all, you might not have a church, but you know the word. You know the word, but it's this is a time right now. Everybody need a church home, need a covering that somebody can pray with, pray for them at all times. It's like Jesus. You know, Jesus intercepted praying for them, but he he won't he can't pray for those that's not in the church. He's not gonna pray for them. It's our job to pray for you. But Jesus prayed for us as we pray for you too, if you'll be a part of the body of Christ. And just and now that if you come on be a part of this of a ministry and we we encourage you to come and be a part of this ministry. Come be a part of this measure here and keep up the faith. Don't give us a whole five-fold international ministry under the overseer of my son, Chief Apostle Raymond Grant, and, and also First Aid Apostle Rosemary Grant. And to keep up the faith, don't give us a whole five-fold family. We'll welcome you with much, much love. Now, we are our brother's keeper, 
you be on you like graven on rice, trust me. If I don't talk to you, or your spiritual sister, spiritual brother, your spiritual mom, we will can we make sure someone will someone will keep a contact with you. Amen. Would you be a part of this ministry? Because we are a faith based ministry. We t- also we are teaching ministry, a teaching of the fivefold ministry of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, we are all we got a lot of things that's going on under 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 God's kingdom, but we want you to be a part of it. But you need to be also be a part of this. You gotta be a part of this ministry, amen. And yeah, you everybody welcome to come here to service and all that. You know. We welcome everybody to come here to serve, hear the word that God's planted my wife and I in our spiritual channel, in, in our heart, in our, and they're speaking the word, and all through their listen to told you. But there's no greater than heaven, a church home, and a covering that they care, a family that love you with unconditional love as God loved us first with. And that's the ministry we have, because we have liberty here. As I was reading right here in, in, first, in, in first Corinthians, amen. If I'm reading right here in Second Corinthians chapter three, seventeen, we have liberty, because the Spirit of the Lord is in here. Everything we do, we do it unto the Lord. I don't take no credit. I don't take no nothing. I don't know what to do. We don't do nothing. Everything and every glory and every credit and everything go to our Father, our Heavenly Father. So when I'm saying to you, everything we do, we do it unto the Lord. So if you want to be a part of this church ministry, you know, not only them, we like to tithe too. We are tithers. We love to tithe. We love to offer. We love to give. We like to support. We like and not looking for nothing in return. We just like to do things to keep smiles and keep families. I mean, I can't get all of them. At least we touch some of them out there. That's all it takes. Because I know we can't touch all of them. But at least we do it what God called us to do, and we want you to be a part of this. Amen? Because God is not going to put too much on we cannot bear. But in the meanwhile, you want to be a part of this ministry here at Keep Up the Faith. Don't give up the whole fivefold international ministry. Yeah, we got a Women on the Wall ministry. We got the Man of Value ministry. We got the uh, Threat Rules and Power and Youth Development Center. Amen? We got all that going on. Amen? We, we got a a marriage minister, a couple ministry. We got a lot of stuff that's going on. We even have spiritual children that got a whole lot of stuff going on. Spiritual family, spiritual sisters and brothers that feel the Lord, that love the Lord, you know, that's there for, for each other. Amen. And we don't have no selfish people in this ministry. None. Amen. But in the meanwhile, we want you to be a part of it. And if you want to be a part of it, amen, they got a telephone number on the monitor, amen, that we gave earlier. And you also can call and contact my wife and I on Facebook as you inbox us, inbox us, hi, the Chief Apostle Rosemary Grant, mine the Chief Apostle Raymond Grant. Or you can contact, you can go, you can come on, you're going to know all your sister and your brother when you come on there. So you're going to have contact with all the amen. Even our spiritual mother, amen, Chief Apostle Hope Jackson, amen. You're going to contact her, and she would be glad to minister to her. To minister to you, Amen. You see, that's what it's about, you know. And no who and what and minds and none of this or I do it. No, everything we do it unto the Lord. So we all have liberty to minister to each other. And I'm telling you, we don't want no sad, sad, sad song. No, we want some happy thoughts. 
You know, no matter what the circumstance or situation you are, knowing that this is the day that the Lord has made, and you will rejoice and be glad that in it. Amen? Amen. But if you want to be a part of this ministry, hey, my brother and sister, get a pen, get a counsel, get a crown, baby. Take this number down, and you can call us anytime. Amen. And the telephone number, again, is 225-636-2579. And you'll call us between the hours of 10 to 5, Monday through Friday, Saturday from 12 to 2.30 on Saturday. And as you see, today we do our, 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 our power of the started move of God's service on Sunday for 12.30 to 2.30 Central Time, Eastern Time for 1.30 to Eastern Time for um, there's one, there's, was it, uh, Eastern Time for 1.30 to 3.30 Eastern Time, correct? Yes, that's what we do, amen, on Sundays, amen. We will be returning back on the regular service, but right now, it's a lot of things that's going on, amen. We got to stay focused, we got to stay uh, you know, persistent with God calling, but that's don't mean we give up. Amen. We know we still going to come on to the, the uh, prophetic healing deliverance service, the, the, uh, the, the how you say it, the, uh, what do you say, the prophetic, the, the prophetic school of the 5-4 ministry. Amen. At the start of the Federal School of the Fivefold Ministry, we're gonna be doing that. Amen. We're gonna. There's a whole lot that we wants to focus on two things there, on two things: family and children. Amen. Family and children. That's what we want to focus on seriously. There's much needed. Amen. Breaking the generation of prison, helping you know those that going through a whole lot of poverty and a lot of hurt and pain and confusing a lot of stuff. I know I can relate. I've been through all that, you know, and I'm proud of everybody, but thank God that God delivered me from a whole lot of stuff, 25-plus-something years, amen, and he's still working on, on me, amen, and I want to share it, amen, how God doing it and how I, how, how I overcome. And all I can tell you is only but the Lord, the grace of God. That's all, the grace and mercy of God. That's what I ain't doing. So, so in the meanwhile, for the sake of time, for those that stepped away from God and backslide from God, I want to pray this prayer and repent this with you as the body of Christ come agree with me. Amen? Amen. Amen. Repeat after me. Say, Father God. Father God. Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my sins. Come back into my heart. Come back to my heart. And create in me. Create in me. Create in me. A new heart. A new heart. And the right spirit. And the right spirit. So I can serve you. So I can serve you. For the rest of my day. For the rest of my day. I believe. I believe. That Jesus died on the cross. That Jesus died on the cross. And rose from my victory. And rose from my victory. I claim that victory. I claim that victory. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm set free. I'm set free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. My brother and sister, if you consult that prayer of repentance and repeat that prayer of repentance, welcome back into the body of Christ. When the enemy trying to remind your sin that you did a step in many a, 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 a hour, a day, a week, a month, a year, whatever, you remind him that your sin has been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And God threw your sin, your sin into the lake of no return. That means he don't remember it no more. He forgot he don't know what's going on. What is you talking about? I don't remember that sin. He just totally washed out his mind. Know what that means? He gave you a second chance. 
walk into your notice, do what God called you to do. Don't worry about what man says. You do everything to everything to give God the glory. But make sure you do it in a humble spirit. Do it in a humble spirit, amen. Don't be anxious for nothing. Just take it one day at a time, one day at a time, and let God use you one day at a time. Sometimes God will tell you sit down there and don't do nothing, but let him minister to you. Do it, amen. But in the meanwhile, you got to listen to the fact where God say, get up. and ain't going to do something. You got to get up and do what God say do. Amen. I mean, don't try to look out what I mean myself. No. Everything we do, we do it to glorify God or we do it to support and help someone else. Thank God that we continue pulling the blessings in you and your life. Amen. So that's what we got to do. Amen. So we welcome you. Amen. To continue to
so y'all guys can see that we're not lying about this. Amen. And I'm telling you, we had people even came on Christmas Day still saying, look, I know y'all guys probably stopped, you know, giving out toys, but we really, really need. And we had a grandma came out, and she had eight grandchildren, you know, say they needed toys. So we gave it to her. And then on top of that, we had another family came out. So, like I said, we just want to be prepared this year because we don't want to turn no one away. Amen. So, like I say, you can contact Chief Apostle. He'll tell you what we need. Or oh, just sold $25 to $100. Amen. And, like I say, um, you know, you can, you know, even if you're in a bad worse reason location, you can come out and volunteer because we're going to need help um, passing out the toys also. Amen. And um, like I say, we just thank God for those that mm-hmm. that um, made a, um, a vow, say that they're going to try their best to sow, and they're going to try to ask other people in their community to help, and they're just going to just go ahead and just send it to us, to our P.O. Box. So I just want to tell those that we thank you for those that, that say it's going to help. But like I say, we, they only can do so much. So we need your support also. Amen.
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 